Hello, beautiful people. I have not forgotten you. Yes, it has been three weeks, and I am very, very deeply sorry. (laughs) I honestly feel very guilty, even though this is only the fourth episode, but I was on a really good streak of posting every week, and episode four, it's been three weeks since I recorded the first half. Um, It was right before New Year's, and me and my boyfriend got struck with covid So these past two weeks, three weeks have been a little rough. I still sound disgusting and I don't want to torture you for too long. So we're going to make this short and sweet. Um, We also didn't have a heater during some of this time. And it was just, I just decided I'm going to (laughs) rest. I hate it and I'm so excited to be back. I still am healing a little bit, but I feel a lot better. But the dragon... The dragon, the dragging, like as in energy and phlegm, is still in my life. So I sound crazy still. So all your fantasies of my voice are being ruined. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But anyways, I didn't forget about you guys. And I really felt like I was letting everyone down. But that is in the past. And I am back and ready to keep going. So I did record the first half before New Year's Eve. I got a little tipsy I won't lie and I don't know if I like it so I'm gonna either share some of it or none of it or maybe all of it it's a lot of rambling and I think that's okay that's what I need to do but if I share that I share that if I don't I don't but we're gonna kind of follow along some of the same topics I talked about and a little bit more so here we go I want to talk about new year's resolutions um you either love it or you hate it I really want to talk about you feel so much pressure to have a New Year's resolution or if you don't, you're still thinking about the past year and maybe what you want different. I honestly hate the idea of New Year's resolutions. I don't hate the idea. That's a lie. I hate that it has to be like the first to make your life better because in my opinion, yeah, it's a great time to start, but you can start anytime and it just makes it way more pressured to change something about your life or about yourself or what you're doing moving forward. And I think that you should be able to do that anytime and you can. I also want to help you guys figure out what maybe some of your new goals want to be. Um, But I encourage you to start small. You don't even have to call it a new year resolution or any of that. It just creates a negative tone. I want this to be about you taking over your life and encouraging you to create the life that you want. And maybe it's taking your mental health more seriously. Maybe it's cutting out that person in your life or people in your life that are just toxic and negative and just tear you down more than they build you up. And you know what? You may have no idea what you want your goals to be. And if you don't, that's okay. Why don't you make it more of pick something each and every day to better yourself. And that can be bettering yourself towards your mental health, hanging out with your friends more hanging out with your family more, or spending alone time more. All of those things can be very helpful and beneficial. You are in control of your life and your emotions and your body. Well, you can be. It is really hard to get a hold of them sometimes. Trust me, I know. But you are in control of changing your life if you are unhappy with it. And so I just am very passionate about taking that on and making that a New Year's goal, I guess. I still, I hate even saying New Year's goal or New Year's resolution. It, it really drives me crazy. So sorry that that's what I keep using, but I am going to hold myself accountable and I'm going to tell you guys a couple of mine that I want to do for myself this year. I usually just kind of half-ass 
these things until the past couple of years I've done it all throughout the year. I have a passion planner. It's not a passion planner. My bad. That was the old days. It is a fox planner. Um, ooh, and if you guys want to check it out, I'll put a link for it. Um, it's really awesome and it has three month goals, one month goals, it has monthly reviews, it has yearly goals, five year goals, and that stuff usually stresses me out, but honestly, it's helped me just dream or, and it stresses me out because I'm like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. It doesn't have to be set in stone is the fun part that it took me a long time to realize. You can just put close to where you want to be and it helps guide you into any kind of direction, even if that thing changes. It's hard, it used to be hard for me to plan because I assume anything I write down, I have to do it. And you don't. It's literally just about writing it down. And if it changes, great. If it doesn't change, great too. It's just about putting your mind in the mode of doing and being close to what you want to do. So I'm going to share with you my goals that I have for 2022. <laughs> Scary, but if I want you guys to do the same thing, I need to be vulnerable and show you guys. My number one goal is to work on my social awkwardness. I am very extroverted and introverted and COVID has made me insanely more introverted <laughs> as I think it did a lot of people but especially if you're in the middle like me, um, being in more social environments helps because <laughs> um, you get to practice more and be around that. And when you're inside all the time or you're alone, um, you don't practice that much. <laughs> so it makes it a lot harder, uh, at least for someone like me. I don't know if anyone else relates, but it definitely has played a part in now when I have simple conversations with people at Walmart or cashiers and stuff. Like, I feel awkward. I don't know what to say or do. So that is my goal. How am I going to do that? This is important to always create how are you going to do and accomplish this goal? And also, what can hold you back? Like, plan for what's going to try and convince you to not reach your goal. And I'll share mine. Um, I... <laughs> when I'm being awkward in a social situation, I usually know like, hey, you're being awkward, crack a joke or ask them this or try and make it more comfortable because I know that I can. I just get too awkward to do it and too introverted to do it. Does that make sense? And so whenever those situations arise, I'm going to really try and push myself to go out of my comfort zone because you know you can just talk more, ask more questions. Um, and I just, I feel like I shut down. It's easier to stay in your own mind, you know what I mean? But then you're drowning in the awkward, and you know you can fix it, but then you just go ahead and sit and waddle in it for some reason, and <laughs> I don't know why I do that, but I don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to really try, and I think that will help me. It'll become less stressful the more I practice it, so that is one of my goals. I have gone through modes back and forth of really taking care of my skin and then also not taking a skincare routine seriously. I either over exfoliate and over clean or I just am lazy sometimes like I don't want to wash my face. I always take my makeup off though. I hate that but I don't wear makeup as much right now because it's winter. You know that's like the best time too but working from home I'm like I don't got no one impressed. It's just fun sometimes but there is this thing that I have got that has really made me excited I got for Christmas. It's Dr. Jart's Seeker Repair. It's like a color correcting, uh, I don't know, a cream and it's tiger grass. It kind of smelled like pesto, I won't lie, when I opened it up. But you rub it on your face and it color corrects your skin and it makes it look like you have foundation on. And for 
me, I love that because I feel like my skin looks better without foundation, but then I get oily and shiny and you get red spots and it's not cute. I don't have great skin to not wear makeup, but when I put makeup on, I feel like I look more cakey. So this has been awesome. I will also add a link to that just because I freaking love it and I want to share it with you guys. So check it out. And if you like it, let me know. Um, so I'm going to have a really good skincare routine. <clears throat> Not like any of you guys care, sorry, but I want to keep myself accountable and I want to have that so later in the year I can listen back on this and see if I actually did any of it, which I'm pretty confident that I will. Podcast. Um, I would like anywhere this year to get 100 downloads to 500 downloads. I know that's a pretty broad range, but I've got a whole year and I love doing this and I want to document how far I can go, so love that. Um, my Facebook group that I have for Revive, I would like a thousand people to be in it. Right now I have, let me check, 449 members and I want to bust that baby up to a thousand. Um, this Facebook group is really for any women who just want a supporting group of women to feel empowered and to feel like they can network with in a safe place. Um, I have the dance classes once a month. We go to brunches every now and then, girls night outs. Um, and it's a self-help type group um, where I am going to sell my program and I can do coaching calls and I kind of just post random advice and just all kinds of fun things and everyone is super sweet and everyone is welcome so I would like to get that to a thousand members if you want to join I will have a link to my Facebook group in the description as well so look forward to that and lastly I have one more and I'll stop boring you my physical health I am in a healthy place with working out although it has sucked because I've had a tonsillectomy this past year and COVID and all these random surgeries to where my working out has been inconsistent so it drives me nuts <laughs> but I'm in a healthy relationship with working out. Growing up in cheerleading I was always either a flyer or a base because I'm really tall. I always was comparing myself to other girls and I tried to work out and even though it created kind of an unhealthy relationship it, I've changed it into working out to be healthy and to be strong and just fallen in love with it and it's helped my relationship with the gym a lot so my goal this year is to stay consistent and gain the muscle that I want to get and to feel just overall healthy and strong. It's good for your mental health as well and I have absolutely seen that when I am working out and taking care of that part of my life it helps my mental health immensely as well so oh I also want mental health to be a big deal for me this year. I want to take writing more seriously. I have such a chaotic mind half the time, and writing is something that helps it clear everything up a little bit better for me, and so I'm going to take that a lot more seriously along with meditating. So there's mine. If you want to share yours, you can absolutely do that. You can send me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or I don't know if Spotify or Amazon has that, but if they do, send me a message. I'm all in. <laughs> um, another thing I want to talk about is don't compare yourself to someone else's journey. It's so easy for you to compare your life to someone else's life, but they're on a completely different journey and path than you. Even if someone is kind of doing the same thing you're doing, they're experiencing it way different than you are. You have a whole different set of skills or wisdom or life that has happened to you that may not have happened to the other person and they have the exact same thing you're on a path that you can create for yourself and that you're doing on your own if you're not happy with your path you can change it um 
but I'm a really firm believer that everything happens for a reason and you're not in a race with anyone but yourself. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. It's not worth it. I mean, we, I feel like, are constantly faced with when are you going to get a boyfriend? When are you going to get a girlfriend? Or then you have one and it's when are you getting married? When are you going to have kids? For one, I understand that this is like small talk for people because they don't know like what else to say or ask, but that needs to stop. Like, knock it off. You're not being helpful. <laughs> I don't owe you anything and you don't owe anyone else anything. I've been told that I owe someone grandkids and I was like, excuse me? I don't owe you anything and you don't either. I want to get that so clear across. You do not owe anyone anything. Everyone is in such a rush to get into the next phase of their lives when why don't you just, why can't we, what's wrong with enjoying the current phase you're in? Even if it's not the best, like you can make it the best it can be. And sometimes this time in your life, even if it sucks, it's planting seeds for the next phase of your life. Like you're setting down the groundwork for what could really be a better next phase. Don't jump to that. Like enjoy it now or you're going to wish your whole life away in that I used to do that. Absolutely. I understand. It was, I think, I mean, think about when we were younger. It was so, ex oh, I can't wait to drive. can't wait to move out. I can't wait to be an adult. And now we're here and we're like, <laughs> and it, it, this is some of the best times of your life, but it's also so easy to get washed up in the man. I wish I was in my thirties or I wish I was in my forties, or maybe you're that and you wished you were back in your twenties. Like, just enjoy your phase now because you can make it anything that you want, no matter the circumstance. The whole point of that rant is to say that don't compare yourself. Don't be on the other end of it either. Don't be pressuring anyone to change or to hop into a new phase of their life if they're not ready. You're on your journey on your own. No matter if you have friends or a partner or any of that, they're there with you, but you ultimately can decide what to do and where to go. And if you're not where you want to be yet, that's okay. You need to take the time and the steps that it needs to get there. And just because someone might have gotten there faster or slower doesn't mean that they're doing it better than you or they're right or that they're wrong. It is simply just so different for everyone. Now, this part's not going to be fun. It's not going to be fun, but it's something that I want to help you guys out with, and if you haven't experienced this yet, um, you might, and or your friend might, or your family might, and I kind of want to help you to see the flags, <laughs> red flag. <laughs> um, I encourage you this year, if you don't have any new goals, to make it this one. Get rid of any negative or toxic people in your life, and put yourself first. Stop putting yourself through the ringer and staying tormented. Love yourself enough to get out of it. I know, and like I said, I know this is incredibly difficult and it can be really painful, but I want to help you find a way out and give you a guide to getting out. And maybe you might not have someone you're trying to cut out, like I said, but eventually you will, or a family member might, or a loved, or a best friend, and it's good to learn how to put yourself first and know what your limits are and kind of to recognize the flags going on with that. So this is a guide section in my goddess program that I am building and hopefully will be ready to be purchased by February. I'm really excited. COVID put that on hold a little bit, but I am back to working on it and it is almost done and I want to share this part with you. So in my goddess program, it's teaching you how to become the goddess of your own temple, aka being able to take control over your mind, your body, and your life. And I show you 
how you can do that. Um, one of the things I add in there is, I call them goddess guides, and it's things like how to deal with anxiety, how to deal with your anger, um, how to cut out toxic people of your life, how to have difficult conversations, all kinds of different guides that can help you as you're going through this program. And eventually you'll be able to implement your own ways to help you cope in each of those situations, but I kind of give you a little cheat sheet just in case you need help. So first things first, I want to give you a little sneak peek of it. I think this is so important for people to know how to do and just to pick up on, like to see the flags and just to overall know what is happening to you and to not be vulnerable to that. So let me pull this up real quick for you guys. Again, I'm sorry I sound like this. Hopefully by the next recording session, it won't be so bad. <laughs> the name of All right, it's pulling up. Okay, so first we're going to acknowledge some red flags or acknowledge some patterns or behaviors in toxic relationships. So kind of acknowledging that you might be in one. If there's ever a time in a relationship or a friendship or any kind of relationship you're in with a person and you are just constantly feeling like you're giving and giving, ask yourself, what is in it for me in this relationship? How is this benefiting me? Are you just benefiting the other person? What is it in it for you to stay in that relationship? And it can suck. But if it's not give and take and there's not both sides giving and you're just getting taken from, that's not healthy. And be honest with yourself. That's the second thing that you really need to think. Is that someone in your life building you up or are they tearing you down? Why do you want to be with someone who is constantly tearing you down and not building you up. And that can be painful too. Maybe you love them so much you don't realize that's what's going on. But I encourage you to just open your eyes. Let's, let's genuinely think about it and don't make excuses for the person. Um, next, stop waiting for someone to change. If they truly want to change and it's something you guys have talked about. Or you voiced your opinion. Or you voiced what they're doing to hurt you. And they're saying they'll change or they'll do what they need to do to make that better and they don't then they're not going to and also they're not going to if you don't communicate that so make sure that's something that's communicated always and this also sucks but acknowledge that you deserve better life's way too short to settle and to not have the life that you want if you feel like if you have even a hintling of that someone could treat you better why are you still there now i understand relationships are a working progress and you're not always perfect for each other there's a lot of things that go into it but like I said you can't be the only one giving and working on things it has to be both and if it's just been constant and you know someone could treat you better and maybe you, honey you probably feel like you won't find better but I promise you you will don't settle just because you're scared to be lonely or you're scared to be or you just feel like you're not going to be lovable and you are and it is so much lonelier to be feeling alone in a relationship versus you being by yourself. I promise. Now, the next part, they will never be a perfect time to end it. Ever. I mean, you're always going to be like, mm, I think next Tuesday will be great. Or like, I don't want to ruin their weekend, so I'm going to wait. Or No, 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 no. There's not going to be a perfect time to do it, so just do it. Don't drag it out. Don't make it worse on yourself, creating all the stress of when to, and just cut it off. Um, no, it's gonna hurt and that's okay. Get ready to let go, prepare yourself, get your coping mechanisms ready, and 
your freedom's coming. Don't look at it as a failed anything. Look at it as your freedom is literally right next to you. But as we go on to the next, I'm going to show you how to heal. It's okay. There's, I know that it can be bad, but let me, let me show you how to make, how to heal from this. And just a little, little something. Allow yourself to cry. Allow yourself to feel and to heal through your tears. It's okay. Feel the emotions and get them out and then move on. Don't feed it. Don't feed into the deep, dark voices and the thoughts and the pain. Yes, experience them. They're real and feel them and allow them to be felt, but don't make them worse. Don't feed them. Let it, let it flow through. Acknowledge, say, hey, thank you, <laughs> and leave. <laughs> you should keep control over your happiness and your life choices and no one else. So be excited that now you have your life back. You are in control and you have control over your happiness. Number three, fill your gap with something, not someone. And yes, yes, Sally, I'm looking at you. <laughs> um, it's really hard. It's hard to not fill your gap with someone else because you're so used to having that person to talk to and to go to. But don't jump into another relationship. Give yourself some time to do something you've always wanted to do. Maybe you wanted to try juggling. Maybe you want to try wakeboarding. Maybe you want to take up yoga. Go do that. I encourage you to find a new activity to go try. One, it keeps your mind off of it. Two, you develop something new. You can meet new friends and it's just healing. I know when I went through a breakup, I was like ready. This was the first healthy breakup I feel like I had. Instead of texting the next guy or, you know, doing all this hoodlum things, um, I really wanted to take a pole class. That was something I've always wanted to do and I fell in love with it. But it helped me. It made me feel empowered. It made me feel confident. And it was focusing on myself when I felt like I was putting so much into that relationship and not putting myself first enough. That's very, very important. Or And it can be your friend. But make, don't make it about their your friend and you putting everything on them to them to carry you into the happiness and carry you into the bright light. No, no, no. It's on you. You can use friends to help. Don't be alone, alone, but spend time on yourself 100%. This one I love. Number four, reward yourself for not contacting the person. Reward yourself. If you don't text them and it's been two weeks, go get some ice cream. Go take that pole class. Do something for yourself because contacting them will not make you feel better and you're going to want to. You're going to feel guilty. You're going to feel like it's all your fault. You just want that closure. No. It's not going to make you feel better no matter what, so reward yourself when you don't talk to them. Make that the exciting reward, and I think that that will literally help so many people. And it's just a good positive for you. Uh, number five, ignore the voices saying that you made a mistake, or maybe you shouldn't have broken up with them, or even if they broke up with you that... Or I keep saying a breakup, but this can be for jobs, this can be for family members... You cutting someone off from your life, and if you chose to do that, and you have reasons and boundaries that were being crossed constantly, don't think you made a mistake. You did the right thing, and you trusted your gut. Um, I think everyone knows this, as I've made it very clear. The last one is focus on you. Give yourself time to heal and grieve, and do what you need to do in things that 
you need to focus on that you have been neglecting. Because it's really easy in toxic relationships to make sure they just drain you. Or you're putting so much into that relationship trying to make it not toxic that it almost makes it worse. Don't backpedal. And if you do, don't beat yourself up. But it's not going to make you feel better. So again, try the rewarding technique. And like I said, this isn't just for breakups. This is literally for family members. This is co-workers. This is friends. Anyone in your life that might be belittling you or just tearing you down and you just waiting for them to hopefully they'll just change and stop being that way they're not going to so you deserve the best and you deserve to have a wonderful life and I encourage you to knock the shit out now and to get rid of anyone in your life that is just causing you that negativity you don't need that you don't need that I hope that helped. I'm sorry if that's a lot or if it's kind of sad, but it's needed and I think it's very helpful and beneficial and I wish that I had someone that would have talked to me about these things and have been open with me about red flags and just all these different things. Um, Again, in more interviews, I'm going to ask. That's probably my favorite thing to educate people on is just red flags. They can come in so many forms and they can be covered by good green flags, if you know what I mean. Like, they can be masked and I... I'm going to ask almost everyone I interview a red flag question just because it's interesting and everyone has such different limitations and you should set limits for yourself. So um, so my voice is getting tired <laughs> and I've been talking a lot quieter than usual. Maybe not. I'm feeling flummy, so I'm going to let you guys go. Uh, thank you for that. If you need any help with anything or if you want to join my Facebook group, feel free. If you want to do any of my goals with me, let me know and my Facebook group's a great way to contact me and do that. Post about your goals in there, any of that. I would love it. So I will see you guys next time and I promise I'll be back. (laughs) And that was episode four of The Truth is Sexy. I can't wait to see you guys next time. Bye.